This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Take two, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? How are you doing? Are you great? Are you just okay? Are you driving? Are you walking? Are you changing a baby's diapers by a Whole Foods on a tailgate? I'm glad you're here, and across from me as always is Cyrus Amundsen. Tell you what I'm doing, Chad. Trying to recover from a garage sale. Good morning. Hello. It's Friday. We don't normally record on a Friday. Friday is Psy Day, where I do Psy-related things in the morning. It's a Psy Day. I like to get up real. I like to get up rooster early and go garage Mm -hmm. sailing with the psychopaths. You know, none of these, hey, I got there at 8.30 garage sale people. I need the people who are there at 5.45 for a garage sale that starts at 6 a.m. because that's how you get the good stuff that... You know, right. isn't actually good stuff because it's on a garage sale. But uh, I went to three garage sales this morning before our show. And Juan, yes, sir. These these are the you're dealing with the people that have that practice running and then rolling underneath a garage door that has just been opened enough to let some air in. You know what I miss the most about living in Minnesota? And I know I've mentioned it before on this show, but Easter. Easter, if you were above 18 but below 40, you lined up inside the garage after the after the elders hid the eggs on the lawn, one of which had a $100 bill in it. You lift the garage door. Insanity ensues. Is there maybe some sort of shoving match in the garage? Potentially. I like I like anything garage door related. The point is... Yeah, the the people trying to get out of the garage look a lot like people trying to get into Walmart on Black Friday. That is a very yeah. apt description. Thank you. That's that's exactly what I'm going to bring to the episode today are descriptions. Let me explain to the people how this episode came about. Uh, before the show, I said, hey, Chad, what do you want to talk about? And he looked past the computer and said, oh, I don't know. I have done nothing. <laughs> well, let me tell you. So when you also, right before that we, we started, you didn't have your card in your recorder. And normally I would give you shit for that. I know. You may have noticed today I did not. And you might think, oh, wow, Chad's really working on himself. Wrong. 
Chad got up today. I'm at the lake. My fucking computer's in town. In my computer is the little USC adapter because USB was too fucking complicated for Apple. So in there, there's a little adapter and my fucking card is in that thing in town. We've been through this. I have a 64 gigabyte card, but for some reason, my Zoom recorder cannot format it. So I sat here for about an hour watching the little fucking, you know, sand timer, the hourglass thing spinning. And I go, oh my God, I'm going to have to go to a store. So then I call a store that is one direction from my cabin and I go, hey, do you have these? And he goes, I don't know. Let me check. And he comes back and he goes, we have one. And I go, okay, how many gigabytes? And he goes, I don't know. And I go, well, could you check that? And he goes, now there's people in here. So I was like, you're no help. You just found that you had one and you have no other information. So then I have to call another store that is the other direction. They have them, but it's a pharmacy. So there was a guy that was there before me who had already paid for his prescription. And he was like, well, I don't know. We're heading over to Wadena next month. I'm going to have to transfer all my prescriptions over there. And she said, well, there's a such and such drug over there. You can just walk in. We have it all on one computer system. He goes, I don't really trust computers. So I like to go to my buddy's pharmacy. It's like, fucking hurry up. I have to get this 32 gigabyte SD card for my fucking 1800s zoom recorder and then i'm trying to call you but i'm driving so i'm using siri i have none of my series hooked up to voice activation because i'm so goddamn sick of being somewhere where i'm supposed to be quiet and somebody goes seriously and my watch goes sorry didn't get that i don't know what usly means no definition found in the webster dictionary you fucking cunt shut up i'm trying to be quiet so i have to push the button on the side of my phone and i'm like call Cy, and just nothing it goes back to the podcast i was listening to I press it again call Cy. nothing so then my my change oil soon light comes on which i've never had happen since i've driven because they put the wrong number on the little oil change thing and then my gas. So here's what happens to me when stuff like that happens. Mm -hmm. It says, change oil soon. And I go, you fucking idiot. You don't even know how when you're supposed to change your oil. So now I'm in a downward spiral. Yeah. Then my gas beeper goes off. And I go, oh, my God. I can't even. I don't even know when to get gas. And there's a gauge for that shit. So you're even dumber than the oil part. <laughs> and now I'm just sitting in my car going, call sign. Fucking call sign. I'm losing my mind on the road. And then a truck pulls out in front of me. I'm like, listen, I'm going to pass this truck blindly. And whatever happens, happens. Because it's too much for me right now. I don't know. Listen, do I miss my daughter? I might. I don't know. I get to hang out with my son a lot. And that's been awesome too. But I'll tell you, I don't even cut my fucking pizza anymore. I eat pizzas whole. I eat it from the crust in because no one, I have no one to share a pizza with. So I just eat it from the crust in like a goddamn lunatic. I haven't cut my pizza. I've had two pizzas in the last week. I haven't cut one of them. Anyways, I'm glad we're here. What were you saying about the garage sale? <laughs> Uh, so, I, 
So I was at a garage sale this morning that was disorganized. Great. That's the whole story. What, do you, what am I supposed to tell people about my garage sale after the my favorite thing that's ever happened on this podcast? You know how when somebody's trying to make tea on the stove and it's not being made because they don't understand how hot the stove has to be and they're just watching it and then you walk up and you're like no and you turn the burner up high enough and all of a sudden the tea whistles and it's done that's you were a medium warm pot of tea on a stove when this episode started and i just had to walk over and touch the burner and I love you. I love you so much. This has been such a fun start for me. Who cares about my garage sale? The only thing that happened was the guy had no barrier. He had all his stuff on his driveway, and then he had a bunch of other stuff organized in his garage. No prices on anything. And he kept yelling at people for going into the garage, going, that stuff's not for sale. Well, you have not. What are you, an <laughs> alien? None of this has price tags. There's no barrier. But none of that, what am I going to... What am, I, what am I supposed to go back and tell you the specifics of this story? Tell me more about this. Tell me more about your everything's a calzone lifestyle. <laughs> Listen, um, what if you got there? What if it was a guy just cleaning his garage and you guys all just showed up? As t- you were two houses away from the real one. And the guy's like, what the fuck, you guys? I'm cleaning my garage. <laughs> Leave me alone. Can I... Can I talk to you about uh, the royal family? Yeah. So the the queen. We've lost one. We've lost the big one. We've lost the big one. We lo- checkmate. We lost. Yeah. the The queen hath been taken, and I don't think it's a stretch to say you and I aren't big royal family guys. No, I don't know a lot about it other than it seems very inbred. I mean, you know, I've watched Game of Thrones and I know they're like, we must take on your cousin as wife so you can keep the Targaryen line intact. And you're like, I don't know. Seems like uh, we're going to get a weird one if we keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, pretty soon one of these is going to look like a tiger. The That doesn't even make sense. I I did, I was, you know, that's flooded the 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 world, the news and the reactions. And my initial reaction was, you know, how we always feel. Who who cares? Um, I mean, I, I it's sad anytime anybody passes, you know, and for their family and friends and stuff and the people they affected. But uh, was she ninety two? Ninety six. Ninety six. That's even. That's even. I further. think she was in charge for like seventy years or something absurd like that. Here's how little I know. I don't even know who's next. The guy with the huge ears. He's next, right? How does it work? Who do they Princess, give it to Princess next? Diana's husband. Okay. Ex. Be, be very specific. Ex-husband. Ex-husband. So, Ex-husband. What a great podcast that would be. Just two middle Minnesota hicks trying to describe how the royal family's <laughs> like infrastructure works. Yeah. Well, hey, I, I know one of them left. I know one of them got a pretty wife and left. Yeah, everything got screwed up when, when uh, that... When the when Prince uh, Willis got markled, right? When he markled himself, that's when the line went. Oh no, she ain't come. For, you don't understand me now, come. So I think it's 
I don't know anything about him. I do think we need an American royal family, and I know everybody's like, eh, the Kardashians, you know. I don't, I don't mean who is our version of American royalty. I mean, I think we legitimately need a king and queen and prince and prince. Like, I think we need yeah. those things, and we need it to be a singular lineage. And so here's my pitch. I think that we should have an American royalty lottery, okay? Oh my God, am I into this already? 10 bucks a ticket, right? You can buy, but you only buy one ticket per person. So if you, you could buy four, well, three. But well, you could buy one for Isaac's gal, but you could buy three, you, Isaac, and Olivia, right? They could also buy their own, but mm-hmm. no, I, Olivia can't have two tickets. So everybody, everybody gets one ticket. So you probably sell about 100 yep. million tickets, right? So that's that's a billion dollars. So that entire billion dollars, we on live TV just draw a random name and that person, no matter who they are, whether they're like a hedge fund manager or a yep. or a like backwoods guy who makes his money, you know, noodling where they stick their arm in a hole and the oh, carp brother, sucks, I know what noodling is. sucks up their hand and they pull that fish's gullet right out. Well, I don't care. Like, even if you're here living on a green card, I don't care what your situation is. If you're like a a SoundCloud rapper, it doesn't matter. That is that person from that moment. They start, they are the king or queen of America, and they begin the lineage. Part of the billion dollars, we have to buy them a real castle and wherever they're from. So, like, even if it's like Stumblethump, Alabama... Like you got, and they, and from that point on, we do, they are American royalty. And I just, I think that would be such a fun, I just think that would be such a fun thing to watch transpire. And A, it's probably- Imagine all the obese people in Alabama having to take one knee when the king walks out. (laughs) And then they just, then they're just stuck. I just- I'm so excited about this. I just think it's a really, really good idea. You know, I think- that was the best like royalty idea I could come up with in the wake of this news. Other than I just think it'd be funny if I just I'm waiting for the prince or princess or king or queen who doesn't want to be gendered. Like, I think that'll be a fun moment where they're like, mm-hmm. and this is our next queen. And she's like, I actually I'm, you know, I'd like you to use my proper royal pronouns. Like, I think that would be a really fun situation and I'd like to see That's people incredible. melt down about that. But yeah, I'm all in on an American family royalty. Like lottery. I would love it too. I would just I love the idea of uh you know being at a round table mm. and having my advisor say uh Lord Lord Daniels, you must take a woman from the Amundsen house to keep your lineage strong. I'd be like, done deal, man. <laughs> Hall Jenna in. And then I just, then I just, then I FaceTime you. Yeah. And I'm like, which one? <laughs> pick. Ooh, if I had to pick, you know, honestly, it's a tough decision because I'm happy that someone is joining royalty. And I gotta, I gotta believe if I send the right person, some money will come back my way. Right? Sure. Yeah. I, I gotta tell you, if the roles were reversed, I'd make you fuck my mom. <laughs> I'd be like, I just give her a call. Hey, Wardo, good news, bad news. <laughs> You're a princess, but uh, you know, 
<laughs> You're going to have to listen to my back hurts when he comes. <laughs> the, uh, where would you build your, if you win the American Family Royalty, where are you building your castle? Is it in Fergus? It can't be in Fergus. It's too fucking cold there. You can, you, they build you your castle anywhere you want. Where are you building it? I think it has to be in Fergus. Now, because that's the funny choice, but is there's two choices. Let's do this. I want to know, like, where's your, like, funny castle? Like, I won the, uh, this is where I think the American royalty uh, castle should be. And where, yeah. if you can live anywhere, I'm going to go build my castle. It's two very different questions. Um, I would probably build my castle, I really think I would build it on Minnehaha Falls. Oh, like, that'd be right fun. in that area. Yeah. You yeah. mini because it's still it's still a park. Yours. Yeah, yeah, and it's still a park. And then I would have uh, I would have an, another baby. I would have another son. I would get my vasectomy reversed because I'm king. <clears throat> and then I would um, sire you know, a boy. Take on I would I would take on some wives that were in their single digits, most likely because their families would want to get them <laughs> get them betrothed. And uh, and then I'd hold up my son. Um, who was premature because his mom was prepubescent. <laughs> and I would hold him up and say, you see everything the light touches. Oh, yeah. Ours. I would do a little I would do a little Lion King. Now, for the listeners, now, I- clearly time out. Clearly, I don't the, nothing about that is is appealing satire. To me. That's, I, I'm just yes, I wanted I was also but I am I am illustrating how fucking disgusting the idea of a royal line is. Yes, I don't want to ruin your career by letting you sat, uh, you know, satirize uh, yeah. royalty and people are like does Chad want to fuck nine year olds to have a Simba baby? <laughs> That let's be very clear <laughs> that that was a pure shot at the way, uh, right? You know, royal families throughout the world have done things. I think if you're building a like, if I'm just hey, I'm gonna be the king of America, and I just want to live a good life, I'm building my castle in Santa Barbara. That's not a fun answer. It is what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, if I'm if I'm building my castle, it's gonna be in Texas funny reasons come on son just anywhere in texas that's being the king of america and living in teja brother come on now (laughs) come on now i love it i love it so much i also would really like you know maybe if whoever won the lottery was a big conspiracy theorist can i can i ask you a, a different question since uh yeah. You know, you don't have uh you're in a, a place today where it feels like I should uh kind of engage you. How about Sure. So I've been have you ever heard of North Sentinel Island? No. So North Sentinel Island is an island in the Indian Ocean that is untouched by the rest of civilization. They're referred to as like a stone oh. age civilization because progress okay. hasn't come to this island they think for thousands and tens of thousands of years. So people there, wow, like up until, so somebody went there, here's the story, they had never been touched by civilization, like modern civilization, and then somebody found them, found the Sentinelese people, and a guy went there and they were kind of friendly to him, and then he took a couple elders and like a kid back to the mainland, and because they're not used to being around humans, they got sick really quick. 
like one or two of them died and he brought the other one back. And from that point on, they they took on this mentality that anyone from the outside world is poison. Right. Which why wouldn't you? You don't sure. have television yeah. or Twitter. You don't know what's going on. And so anyone who tries to come to the island gets killed. Like some fishermen fell asleep in their boat in like oh, wow. a while back and it sh- floated up on the shore and they killed them and buried them right there on the beach. Yeah. Like there was a ship, some ships have wrecked there and that's their first access to metal. They've like pillaged these ships so now they have metal in their society. There was a there was a there was a guy who was trying to spread the gospel and it's illegal to go there. The government over there has made it illegal to go to that island, and everybody will tell you not to. This guy thought he was going to go there and spread the gospel, and they killed him, buried him right on the beach. It was this big— Wait a sec. You probably saw that story. Somebody from a church didn't follow rules because they thought they were right about something so much that they didn't care about the well-being of others? I don't know. I'll look into that. That doesn't seem right to me, Cy. So I've gotten really into the idea of uncontacted tribes and civilizations. And they're, they're all over the globe. There's these areas of people who've, that, you know, they've been found or studied, but they're not really, the rest of the world doesn't go in. There's, there's a bunch of them in the Amazon rainforest. Mm-hmm. So the algorithm of the internet just sends you, you know, what you're into. And so I got this story from some newspaper about how there was an uncontacted tribe in the Amazon, you know, that had been kind of studied and followed, but not interacted with. And 20 Mm. years ago, the entire tribe died off. I think something horrible, like, you know, there were farmers and there was some like battle or war or something. All of them were slaughtered except one guy. So this this one guy who knew nothing of the outside world, really, except his own civilization, the whole civilization was killed off. And he lived for 20 more years by himself in the Amazon rainforest. And they just found his body. He just died. What? Yeah, pretty gnarly. But it got me thinking, like, if tomorrow every everyone on Earth was gone except for you, but... The comforts of the earth, like your civilization still exists because his civilization was the rainforest. His environment didn't change when all his people died off. Just he, you know, he was just the only one left. Right. So if everybody disappeared tomorrow, how long do you make it? And I don't just mean like how long can you eat for? I mean more mentally, like how long are you? Because to me. 20 years of living with no other human beings even if you can do it and survive after a while don't you go like i'm not having very much fun yeah especially since he he obviously didn't know there were people elsewhere yeah you know um i i mean listen i have people around me that care about me and i'm not cutting my pizzas so i don't know a week i could live a week that's what my number was i'm like i'd be a month in and i was like guys i'm just talking to no one guys i can't do it anymore i'm out just i just so let me ask you this are animals alive that's a great question and this is a hypothetical scenario that i've set up so it can be whatever we want it to be yes like if dogs are still alive that makes it a little easier doesn't it i think you could live a little longer i would like to go do things it would be longer than a week because there would be things that I want to do. Like I would want to drive 
the entire coastline of California as fast as I wanted without traffic mm -hmm. to see how fast you could actually do it. So that's the spot like that, whatever, whenever you do that, that's when it's over because there's no way you survive that. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, there were just things that I would want to do. I would try, I would want to start a roller coaster, but there'd be no one to stop it. So I'd be trying to like dive onto the roller coaster as it was going and then jump off as it came through the turnstile but didn't stop there would be things that i would that want would to be, do that I, think of how funny of a way that would be to die all the rest of civilization's done and you're like well fuck it i'm going i'm going to valley fair and you hop on a roller you turn everything on and you haven't thought it through well enough because everybody has those moments where like oh yeah who's gonna stop it but what if you don't have that moment till you're on the roller coaster and you're like Oh, I'm just going to get roller coastered to like, am I just going <laughs> to yeah. starve to death while riding a roller coaster that I can't stop? Yeah. Because when you get locked into a roller coaster, it's game over, baby. <laughs> I also think that I would last definitely longer than a week because I'm not a, an incredibly trustworthy person. I've been working on it, you know, but I would think, oh, fuck, as soon as I die, everyone's going to just come back out from behind the tree and be like, we did it. I can't believe we fucking fell for it. This is crazy. No, what would happen is you would be on your like, your, your, I'm going to kill myself after this road trip bucket list because I don't want to live on the earth by myself. You do the whole trip. You know, you go see the, you know, you piss off the ledge of the Ga Grand Canyon, right? You speed down. Sure. I don't know why that's in my brain, but I'm a guy who likes to pee outside and I think the, <laughs> the no pun intended, the peak of that is peeing down into the Grand Canyon. Sure. That's a real home alone, like I'm eating rubbish and watching dirty movies. Come out and stop me. <laughs> yeah. I'm having a good time with that. But I think maybe, I think the most realistic situation for you is you'd go on this tour of America and do all these things. And you'd be like, when I get home to Fergus Falls, I don't want to live alone. So I'll probably you know, take a bunch of sleeping pills and drift off. And you walk into your house and there's a chair facing away from you and it just spins around and it's your dad. <laughs> that fucking cockroach is the only one who survived. And he waited. That's the thing. He had to wait until there was no one left on earth to scam or fraud. And and like it's just you. It's just the two of you. <laughs> That'd be a really tough way to have to rebuild a relationship for a guy you haven't seen in, you know, 25 yeah. years. We're like, yeah, well, no I guess, kidding. I mean, if I want to fucking talk to somebody, I have to talk to this shyster. But then imagine what you'd have to go through to rebuild any version of, of a life or a semblance of life, because that would have to be based, you're right, in trust. And you're like, everything yeah. you were doing with your dad, you know, the only thing, the only solace you could have is like, He's not really going to run off with anything because how is he going to use it? There's nothing left. It's just me. Right. No, I think that um, if if that was the case, if there, if everyone were, were gone and my dad did that little flipty flu as he turned around, I think my first thought would be, oh, I guess I am going to get to find out what kind of slave owner I would be. <laughs> because I would just make him do every single thing for me. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, no rules. You could kill your dad, and, and that'd oh, be man. and that'd be a weird way for him to die. 
is you thinking he's been dead for 25 years. He survives the apocalypse to find that the only other person who survived the apocalypse is his son. And then you kill him. That's like that's a movie right there. I don't know if it's a movie. Yeah, I mean, it must be a... it must be genetic. I don't know. I mean, maybe I maybe I can't get whatever killed everybody. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's you and you the men in your family. Okay, well, so that puts Isaac alive, too. So now this is a different yep. this is a different TV show now. And Whole I'm, different scenario. I'm not interested in it anymore. <laughs> what if I made Isaac kill my dad? And then I wake up the next day with a knife to my throat and he goes, you should have never let me taste blood. <laughs> and then that's the last thing I hear. Yeah, this got creepy in a hurry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You know what we just did? We just basically came up with, weirdly, the story of an American monarchy. Oh, yeah. That's how it starts. I mean, that, that's how the shit works. The that's prince, how the House of Daniel started. But the problem is, absolutely, unless your dad can get pregnant, I don't know how you continue the House of Daniels. If it's just you and your sure. dad, it's not like, I mean, you guys could try, but that feels like it would be a bummer. Oh, does it feel like it would be a bummer? I haven't had anything to eat today, and I just puke stomach bile into my mouth, you twit. Yeah, if you would have told me before this show started that we were going to get to Chad has sex with his dad by minute 30-ish, I'd have been like, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be this is going to be one we're going to be real, real happy with. Yeah, it turns out I do have some things to talk about today. <laughs> um, I got to tell you before we move on, I was in a golf tournament and I would just like to, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to try to be funny about it, but I just want, I want to say some things about this golf tournament. So okay. I played the best golf I have played in my life for the last month leading up to this golf tournament. So here's how it works. 64 people get into this golf tournament they take the highest 32 handicaps and they play in a thing called the Labor Day Classic. And they take the lowest 32 handicaps and those play in something called the Pot of Gold. So I played the best golf I've played in my life for the last month. I made it into the lower side of it. So I'm in the Pot of Gold. Okay. I get, I get the best golfer in the county, the state. I'm not sure. Just a stud absolute stud when you watch him golf it's on a different level it's like oh you know like when you're golfing with with other grown men that aren't you know professional golfers you think okay yeah i can hold my own sometimes but this kid it's just it's different to watch and so the first day he had 10 i'm going to repeat myself so by the way he's so good that we had to give other teams seven strokes, Jeepers. which is a lot That's in a, a golf lot match. Of golf strokes. This kid had ten birdies, ten birdies in a one round of golf. In eighteen holes, he had ten birdies. He had one bogey, which means his round was nine under par. That is like professional what grade the shit. What fuck are you talking about? I'm telling you, it was. It was so special to watch somebody do something like that athletically. It was so crazy. I could not 
pot to save my life. So I golf the best I've ever golfed for a month to get into the good side. And then it feels like I've never held a golf club before. Of course. And this poor kid had to, with 10 birdies, <sighs> we lost. Uh, we lost the fucking match. I could not make a putt. I couldn't even get it close on the first. It was so embarrassing and frustrating. And I'm going to tell you something else about this this kid's demeanor and his character. He wasn't like, get your shit together. He wasn't, you know, hey, man, I'm doing everything I can. Can you just get it close one time or anything? He didn't invite himself into my golf game like some people will do, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and he just kept going, oh, man, I'm having a blast. And I'd be like, oh, man, fuck, I can't putt. And he goes, that's all right. We're fine. I mean, it was it was really unreal to have somebody wow. that young. He's 25. Wow. 25 years old. And to have that kind of character and wherewithal, it was kind of, uh, it was interesting. And, you know, sometimes I come on this podcast and I'll say the youth of America, you know, well, like, and then we like, and like, we like, and then like, but we like, and then like. And I just can't handle it. But this kid really, I mean, really something special all the way around. So shout out to Chris is his name. Not sure if he wants me giving out his last name, but uh, just absolute stud, fun to watch, special performance. And then, of course, I golfed yesterday with Isaac and hit the ball just as well as I was hitting it before the tournament. So anyways, I don't know. <laughs> Betterhelp.com, are you ready for some sports questions? Because here I come. I so I take vitamins. Sure, good and, for you. So do I. Ooh, real cool. So I, <laughs> I'm not even. Gonna I'm get just it. full of piss and vinegar. I'm not even going to get into the. You know, right now you could go on the internet and find quite literally thousands of videos and articles saying why vitamins are incredibly important, and then you could find thousands of videos and articles where people say they don't do anything. It's uh, right. we live in a really fun time, uh, but I used to take GNC vitamins where they come in the pack. Oh sure, where there's like nine of them in one in one pack. They look like you big take horse all of pills. Them. Yeah, yeah. You take all of them. There's there's fish oil and a bunch of shit, and I used to take those, and they must they must do something because it turned it turned my piss a brightness of yellow that I am. The only other time I've seen it is when I look up and accidentally look right into the sun. I mean, it it was crazy. It's like what they fuel lightsabers with, I'm pretty sure, is vitamin-induced piss. Just looks like it was Mountain crazy. Dew. Yeah. I mean, it was. It really was something. So, and, and I think that happened because you can only have so many. Yes. Your body can only absorb so many vitamins at the once. the rest of it out. That's what my dad always sure. said. That's okay. these mega vitamins okay. where they're like... The daily dose of vitamin J, I don't know much about vitamins, is 10 <laughs> milligrams. I don't know much about measurements either. But then they're like, sure. here's a pill for 80,000 milligrams of J. And then you take it, and uh, I think I would guess a lot of it comes out in piss is my guess. Yeah, I, th I think that's right. So, but, but anyways, yeah. So I am a child, and I buy gummy vitamins, and I just I never thought about mm -hmm. it. I just bought them. I take like a C, a B, and a D, 
I could uh, I could have done those in order B C D, but I I think I'm gonna go. I take a C, a B, and a D. And is this your way of telling people that you've started taking CBD? I sure haven't. I absolutely okay. not. So let's start over. I take a D and a C <laughs> and a B. Well, listen, I know you take a D. And come on now, brother. We're not talking about your dad in this end of the world scenario. We're talking about my morning <laughs> vitamin routine. Quit worrying about whether or not you're going to fuck your dad and whether or not he can get pregnant, which also I'm going to I'm going to throw it's this all I can think about. I'm going to throw this at you. I don't put it out of the realm of possibility. Your dad seems like someone, you know, he's been off the radar and right. He I it wouldn't strike me as out of the realm of possibility. You know how they pay people like, hey, come in for $2,000 and we'll test a new drug on you. You know, sure. come- Prax Institute. Yeah, Prax Institute. It, I, it wouldn't surprise me if your dad has spent decades being a, a, a rat for experiments. Sure. And he does sure. show up and can get pregnant. That wouldn't shock me in the least. If he, he was part of some Praxed Institute, what was the movie- junior he's like part of the the new junior study was it was junior the one where arnold schwarzenegger got pregnant is that that movie i think so I, you know when when you said initially i don't think your dad can get pregnant i just saw jeff goldblum in jurassic park just look and go nature finds a way <laughs> i don't do impersonations either that was my best effort that was not bad so i don't know i just I've, i found it so funny this morning where i'm like putting these vitamins in and I for the first time I really looked at the labels and cuz I I took the 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 vitamin C ones they're shaped like little orange slices which I get a kick out of cuz I'm 9 <laughs> Look they look like oranges You are seriously a child and they and I for the first time I really looked at them and they are covered in what looks like sugar like they have little grains of sparkly stuff that looks like sugar mm -hmm. and I'm like well, that can't be sugar. Why would they put sugar on a vitamin? And I spun the bottle around and I was like, oh, there's so much sugar in these. Yeah. What a fun. Yeah, I, I, take, I take vitamins called Smarty Pants. <laughs> and and they, you have to take six of them. And the reason I take them is because the first time I ever tried them, I, I said with a mouth full of vitamins, I just yelled, they taste like Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> I mean, I went full, just, I, I don't know. Uh, they're so good though it's it's just a really funny world that we're like hey there are things that are good for you and you could just swallow them in a pill and people are like all right well also what if we cut them to look like food and we color them that way and dip them in sugar and i'm and i'm just pounding these things so i it just made me giggle this morning it's actually they make those at golden corral when all the food is full out at the buffet the cooks are like, what are we supposed to do now? And they're like, start start battering the vitamins in sugar. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I think you could get a lot more people on board if you had shaped them. You know, treat it like Lucky Charms, you know, where it's like, the, and I think Lucky Charms now, they, they're not shaped. I think now they're just marshmallows that are different colors. Or are they still shaped like the, the rainbow? Know. And I haven't had Lucky Charms in forever. But that would be fun for vitamins to just shape them. Like, oh, that one's shaped like mashed potatoes. And this one's shaped like yeah. a waffle. Let's get some food-shaped vitamins going. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm into it. Like, well, hey, how come you're taking the, 
that hot dog shaped vitamin. It's like, well, this one's for salt. <laughs> this is this just is a one one million milligrams of sodium. It's been it's been nice to see you. And guess what? I'm gonna see you see you soon. I'm really excited. I am too. I am very excited to see you, see you. And uh, I'm going to golf with Lee Kimbrell. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Ran. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, run again, run again, Barnacle. Yeah. And uh, maybe, maybe Madonna scale Ethan. Yeah, Runyon, Runyon Barntockle and Mr. Lee Kimbrell and the baby boy. Uh, what are we, are we, you know, we'll have to, next week, we'll have to establish the rules of the decathlon by proxy between you and Ethan, yep. which I think should include a yep. round of golf and the, yep. uh, the, what do we call the other one? The mental decathlon, the brain calf, sure. the brain cathalon. Yeah, we'll put brain those catheter. on, uh, we'll put those on the, we'll, we'll publicize it. Hey, the show's almost over. Can I say something before we leave? Please. I let everybody know on last week's episode that our friend Mike E. Winfield is on the finals yeah. of AGT, and I told him it was Monday the 13th. My brain isn't great at stuff. The show is actually Tuesday the 13th. So as you're okay. hearing this right now, it's Monday the 12th. Tomorrow, Tuesday the 13th, set your timer on your phone for 8, 9, 10 o'clock, whatever works for you, and go to sure. NBC.com slash AGT vote and vote. Give all 10 of your votes to Mike E. Winfield. I said this on the last show, Chet. I mean, we we love Mike. We've known Mike forever of and course. ever. He's one of my oldest and best friends in stand-up. There's so many of you guys that listen to this show, and we are so thankful for that. Uh, it just kind of hit me that our audience is big enough that if they all went out and voted and actually did this, I think Mike will. Yeah. I think Mike will win one million dollars. Like we can be one of the reasons that our friend. Yeah, wins one million dollars. So if if you think of it and you can set the yeah. set the reminder, please go vote for him. It would it mean a ton to us. I'm into it, and not only that, but how many fucking dog acts right. do we need to win America's Got Talent when you could actually? I mean, a million dollars, of course, is a lot of money. A uh, residency in Las Vegas is is incredible, but it's it's what it could do for the his career past that yes i mean you're, you're talking about taking a very very hysterical human being and and giving him uh, a career which is going to then entertain so many people uh, let me and the funny thing it's like got talent all these people are talented but this is my favorite story to tell about mike so joel and i when i first moved to la we wrote this silly show idea which this was back right. Back when the Kardashians were first getting big, the idea was that it was these two trust fund kids who finally, their dad who was, had disappeared, their trust funds were finally released to them and they wanted to become, you know, famous socialites. That was the idea of the show. It was a fake reality show. Uh, and so we were filming the uh, some like, it's called a sizzle reel or whatever, this like, hey, this is what we show to all the networks to see if they want to do it. And so there are a bunch of people involved. There was the production company. There was my manager at the time. And we had my character's best friend who I'd written for Mike E. Winfield. And mm -hmm. uh, everybody was like, 
they'd all read that part and they're like, they all had ideas. They're like, what about this person? What about this person? And I was like, it's, I think it should be Mike. And everybody kind of kept pushing because Mike had to come down from Sacramento and it was this whole deal. Sure. And so he finally gets there. It's the first day they're shooting like some, some, you know, cause it's basically a, a sizzle reel is a trailer you use to show people. So they're shooting kind of some re like B roll type stuff. And so all Winfield has to do is enter the room and walk through. And I've never seen someone walk through a room in a way that made people laugh. He fucking did. Like, <laughs> yeah. he just walked through the room and everybody looked at me and they were like, oh, you're right. Yeah, this is the funniest. Dude, Is he is so shockingly talented just in the way he exists. Right. So, <laughs> I, you know, we're really, really rooting for him. And if you guys can vote, that would be amazing. Yeah, I got to go. I gotta go. Siri, I gotta go! Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.